Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lightbringers Podcast, season three, episode number six. <laughs> I think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah? You sound so certain. I, I'm just checking my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> is that actually what episode number we're on? Maybe. Fine. There we go. We're all in the right place as well. You have some awesome personages with you today. Me as normal. Me as normal. Oscotch and Fornax. Wait, what's going on with this chair? Okay, there we go. <laughs> so many problems going on today. Also, my camera is in a weird spot as well. Let's do that. Excellent. How are we doing, Oscotch and Fornax? We good? We're good. We are. We, yeah, we are alive. good. We are bored. <laughs> I'm, I'm double checking the wiki to make sure I remember things in the right order. Oh, okay. I don't. So it's going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing the, uh, I was going to say the Lord of the Rings story review. <laughs> that would be I a mean, long straight. We could, but I'm uh, <laughs> not sure we can do that. Like, I'm, no, I'm no. down for that. What, what day, one day we should do that. One day we should do that. Okay. It would be possibly that. Fornax got taken over by spooky Fornax. Yes, that is true. Definitely. More of like well, it's a... the season, isn't it? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday we it's get the... spooky. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. it's October. Yep. It is, it is October. That's month. true. Yeah, it would have been weird if it was during the summer. <laughs> like randomly just having a spooky, spooky Fornax. Hello, chat. It's nice to see you today. Feeling that Halloween spirit already. I mean, it in America it starts like as soon as summer's done, everyone's on on one. You know, Halloween decorations and stuff have been out for ages. We need something between. It's like the start of August. It starts leaking in, and it's like August, September, and I then October like things just ramp up even higher. It's yeah. We it's need the, something in between. I do like that in America, actually. It, honestly, there's like this... It's weird, because in England, I don't know if it's like that now, but in, in England, it's like summer holiday, then everyone's sad until like one day of Halloween, and then everyone's <laughs> sad again until Christmas. But in America, it's like summer to Christmas, everyone's in a relatively better mood, I would say. But then January and February, everyone's just re That's completely just retreats. Yeah. <laughs> like, completely retreats. And March the is like... The only holiday oh. we have, the holiday, is in February, and it's a holiday of relationships, which only some people get to celebrate, and everyone else oh, is just like, I'm just waiting for that's, the discount chocolate. Exactly, yeah, I, I like the chocolate. I don't care about the relationship. My birthday is in February, so February is a party month for me. Oh, Very for you, well, yeah, that's good. I get, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Excellent. If okay. by party, you mean chocolates and documentaries. Yay! I mean, okay, I mean yeah. that sounds it's, ideal. Is your, is your birthday after the discount chocolate day? Because that's pretty dang good. Uh, it's the 12th, so no. Mm. Same as Abraham Lincoln. So. Yeah? Your yeah. birthday is the same as Abraham Lincoln? That's Absolutely. So that is so random. Yeah. Are, are you Abraham Lincoln re reincarnated on the same day of their birth? 
I, I sincerely hope not. I'm not that tall, so probably not. No. Can you get away with a top hat? And I, I don't have a passion for top hats, no. Oh, I, I do have a hat. Can. I do have a new hat. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Beautiful. Is that uh, bunny ears or something? It's a unicorn hat. It's oh, it's a Because I couldn't find a picture of a unicorn, so I've got a unicorn hat. Oh, Everything is a work in progress so because you, my computer exploded. So yeah. you killed yeah. a unicorn and took its ears and head, top of the head. Well, is we haven't been is? able to skin any demons yet in Guild Wars 2, so I'm pacifying myself by killing unicorns <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> you you oh, had to correct. make do. <laughs> that is really grim. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it's Don't okay. It. I, I started. That is it. satire, by the way. I thought it's yes, satire. That's not real. Honestly. Okay. Like, yeah, it's not real. It's, it's all gonna be fine. Um, no unicorns were killed in the in the making of this non-existent hat. Yeah. So if we if we the geek was here, they would not be not be happy right now. <laughs> Trip to Scotland for the hunt. Kieran population have never been this slow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, well, Scotch, tell us what you do, where you do oh. it, and then we can get on with this um, awesome rest of our story review. I, uh, yeah, I, I stream, I play Guild Wars and other games, and I do art and crafts and stuff here on Twitch. Otter, Otter Scotch. Um, I'm trying to establish on other platforms, not really solid there yet, so here's where you find me. <laughs> okay, awesome. The uh, stuff will be in the description. I need to make sure that I have that. I should do. And welcome back as well. Awesome to have you. Onax. Hello, welcome back. What do you do and where do you do the things? It. So I'm Bonax, the, the Crichton Herald, the Herald. Um, and I make content over on YouTube and occasionally over here. And it's mostly Guild Wars and a bit of Palea and I'm going to be doing some Baldur's Gate 3 now. I'm, I'm getting into the story oh. and cool yeah maybe some cozy gaming as well have i like you... me some cozy gaming oh cozy gaming's good have you tried the uh, jumping puzzle in paleo yet i i watched i have seen it it looks it looks um jesus god i think i have too much self respect to be doing that at the moment i i don't <laughs> think I, I could weather that it hurts storm. Yeah. <laughs> i tried is good also not prepared you for this so Paleo's weird in their physics where you drift a lot in your jumps. You move forward uh, way more and there's so little control about how far you go. Yeah, Guild Wars so is weird like that. My entire much. jumping puzzle experience in Paleo was just drifting over every uh, jump. Okay, okay. That sounds interesting. It's, it's, an, it's an assault course made of furniture. Thousands of feet up in the air. It's just that like a madcap thing. Oh, okay. The other day, that was like we were joking about how it was somebody bought a bunch of 3D assets and made a jumping puzzle out of it. That's what this feels like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like only up. Like is what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is funny. That yeah. You watched it. Yeah, you were there. That <laughs> that is ridiculous though. I can't. People have made money off that. I'm like, that's that just feels cheeky to me. I could have done that. Although maybe I can. I think <laughs> I think it's part of their Halloween funny fun part. Oh, it's not Paleo, a serious yeah. thing. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking yeah, about the only yeah, up yeah, game yeah. where they literally have, like, mm -hmm. literally done what Oscar said. They've literally just bought asset packs, spent they money on it. They bought a whole bunch of asset packs on sale. 
made them big. They've got some char- they got some character models, made them jump, run around, and that's the game. And it's literally just one level going up forever, I think. But mm-hmm. it's really unforgiving. <laughs> there's no checkpoints. That is what the Paleo puzzle feels like, is they've taken, you know, there's like beds and side tables, and one jump is a an alarm clock. Oh, wow, it's okay. Like, it's just an alarm clock, but you need to land on the alarm oh, clock. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I think I think there are checkpoints, aren't there? Or it's Not like yet. a soft out because you can glide down a bit. So if you yeah. oh, if you okay. get high Since enough, you're constantly going up. You can glide down to an earlier point, but yeah, no, this is but this it, is entirely. They were just it's a proof of concept, seeing if people enjoy it, if it's worth putting in the money to do things like checkpoints. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's the fun part of really little... playing a beta game. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's like uh, what's it called? Early access. Is it early access or is it beta? No, it's beta, isn't it? It's beta. It's open beta. They're they're actually, I think they're doing the wise thing. I think they're trying to emulate a bit of uh, Baldur's Gate 3 that had this very long open beta and it was more like Mm. the game was obviously their vision, but it was a collaboration and they could see what the players wanted and what they liked and what didn't work and what worked. And it's a nice kind of conversation to, to build a community as well. Yeah, and like there's that. a huge community around Paleo. It's it's and it's growing all the time. So oh, that's good. You're in there on the ground floor. Nice, excellent. Right. Proof is not here, but they are here in spirit through their video, uh, which is entitled "Facing Demons." They did a three-part video series where we where they have review. I think they've kind of reviewed or done a playthrough of the story. Also, twitchtv uni Most Fridays. We are here doing the podcast live at 1pm Pacific slash uh, 8pm GMT-ish, depending on what the time... Well, GMT is always the same. Anyway, proof indeed. Um, we have Boots is busy. Boots is busy. Busy Boots running around doing all things. And uh, Rookery is going to you to commentate the Final Fantasy XIV esports stuff, which is ridiculously awesome as well so people are doing some good yeah. stuff i don't know what chris doing. on that who's recorded this video specifically for us so that's what they did today mm. i'm drinking they didn't well, it's leg day at the gym and crew is there that's what they're oh doing. that's true that's true it's glutes and legs well yeah. they, they count as leg does does that count as leg day I don't remember where I heard the quote, but uh, butt is legs. Butt is legs. Okay. If you look at mechanically. True. They're connected. <laughs> well, <laughs> can, can confirm. Can confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> Unintended. Okay. Uh, no. no. Just <laughs> fine. All right. So we we're up to chapter seven. So we're trying. We're gonna see if we can finish this today. Um, there is three of us, so it will be less talking. Like, not no, less people talking. So there's probably likely that we could get through this. But we will see how we go. Um, we start pretty late, so which is my fault. Okay. So we go through the portal and we're going to the uh, Wizard's Tower, right? In Amnitas. And uh, I think Kruf kind of skipped all... Uh, all of the gameplay but 
where are we at this point in time as well actually we are at so we entered the zone for the first time because you have to go through enter it via story right unless you do a cheeky portal mm -hmm. yeah i suppose and then and so we go so go on Oh, once you get the tome that teleports you to the wizard's tower, there is a gate that you just can walk through. Ah, okay. And then what do we have to do? We have to use the heart of this girl and close rifts and then it says, okay, so that's what we had to do. We had to just deal with Cryptus in, um, in Amnitas as well. So this was just another thing, like doing rifts. Fine. Didn't mind this. It's the same as the other stuff. They just need to, they... They do this all the time. It would have been hearts, right? If it was mm -hmm. something else, it would, would have yeah. just been hearts anyway. So rifts is just the new thing that they do. Um, and then this says we have to confront Mabon in the Bastion of Strength. Now I can't. I don't know if there's actually much gameplay of this that Kruf actually put on. So we'll see. I think they just go straight to kind of Mabon dead. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. It was, it was fairly brutal. I was just looking um, at it. I was like, uh, maybe I'll find some gameplay of that. Oh, no, here we go. It's the best of Okay, cool. Although, actually, wait, is, is it that you enter and find he's dead? Or is it like. I can't remember this bit. No, we, you have to battle him. We do have to battle yeah, him. Yeah. Right. Okay. We okay. do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get paranoid now about this. How was that it's fight? Like, Maybe. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, was, I see. It was sad. It was sad. Was what it was. Is that our review? <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> I like that review. I can deal with that. <laughs> Chapter you, seven. You don't sad. Arena Net. <laughs> yeah, Arena Net takes murder your darlings to extreme. They really do. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is what I remember. You didn't spend much time fighting him. He's, like, running away, and the Cryptus are trying to buy time to take him over. Okay. The whole, for most of the fight, if I remember rightly. Right. Yeah. We, have to clear the, we have to clear the courtyard, and we have to get towards him, and the Cryptus has shown some of the fighting. He's getting thrown around. Honestly, gameplay <laughs> is terrible. Um, and then... <laughs> so I'm joking. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, actually, I remember this part. So if, you, if we're watching the video as we go, peeps, is a good reminder because I completely forget. In this part, there's Cryptus and, and like you're supposed to just hit them and kill them until you've kind of filled this bar up. I stayed in this area for a good 15 minutes, not knowing that I didn't have to. And, <laughs> and like, it's because I was streaming at the time and I was just talking to everyone. So I was just like, and someone said, you know, you could move on, Jebra, right? I was like, oh. I was just kind of killing stuff. <laughs> so like they were invading and I was just happy doing that. That's fine. So I did get a little bit stuck here, but not, but it was my own fault because I wasn't paying attention as per usual. Um, I kind of just walked through and killed you, the things. You were in the kill. gameplay loop. You were, you were in the main primary gameplay loop enjoying it. I, I yeah. Was I enjoying it? I guess so. I think. Hopefully. So it wasn't pain. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't too painful, no. Um, and here in this part with Mabon, so Mabon's like in the shield. Is this shield supposed to be protecting him? Is that what Zoja's doing here? In this part of the story? Oh. Or, is this, or is this Mabon's? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Here, 
got the wiki up. Let me read this. I'm, I'm fairly convinced that he had projected the shield in order to protect those around him. That's why he was fleeing. It's all a kind of a, a delaying action. Okay. And then when it dropped, he's lost control and he's possessed. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because the enemy's yeah. still... The Cryptus is still trying to take him over. Okay. And he's still kind of hanging out. Zodia's talking as well. Oh, wow. Who <gasps> went down? Honestly. What's going on? Yeah, actually, the, the mobs in this were a little bit more challenging, I think, which is good. There's more, definitely more AoE and whatnot as well, for sure. I had to watch your feet a lot. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of ground AoE. I mean, I didn't mind the pacing of this. I, I didn't mind having, um, I mean, I, I think the waves were meant to kind of pace out the story so that you, there was a, it's trying to have that fictive, like, building of tension, I think, with the wave upon wave and and you trying to kind of battle through it. And I thought it worked narratively. Um, I'm just, I'm just disappointed with the outcome because I'm, I think that Maban was one of the, the most charismatic and engaging characters um, who could have very much informed all sorts of different stories going forward because of his origins and his personality. And I, 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 I understand that his death was for Zoja's character development. Mm. Um, oh, you think so? I, I definitely think so. What, like another mentor um, dying, etc. kind of thing? So, yeah. So she lost her first mentor mm -hmm. off screen. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and she and she was just through the trapdoor, and nobody was there to catch her. She she mm. she felt she she turned her back on all her friends in her grief because she blamed them, and mm -hmm. and she obviously I think she blamed herself as well. And now this time, she's going through the loss of a father figure, but she has that emotional support group there with her. And it's kind of it's kind of like it, the duality of it, I think. It, it kind of it it did two other things where, like it's it's progressing her character, it's forcing her forward, forcing her to rely on her newfound family, and actually take the step into the leadership of the Wizard's Tower, like they've been offering and kind of pushing her towards. Mm. Um, and it also gave a sympathetic way to bring her back into our story as the commander or now the wayfinder is uh so we we want to spend time and like help her through her grief and be there so we want to reconnect at this point even though you know i also and everybody loves Zoja already anyways oh yes i also think that that the, the the story that follows this will be kind of a dual track whereby we follow her as she takes that greater role on the wizard's council and as she loses part of herself to gain something else it's and it's also i think it's kind of analogous of of like the of, of the growing of a growing up so you lose some things when you exit childhood and you lose some things that are very precious like um first experiences and wonder and, and a kind of an, an innocence about the world but you step into something that is much greater and you, you get to see that how broad the horizons are and how diverse and different and difficult and painful, but also beautiful the world is. And I feel like her story is that kind of analogy for a person, a person growing up. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I am remembering this uh, little scene. This scene that was that is very yeah yeah all of that. I I was like, this is very sweet part of the story and the heart wrenching as well as lovely. Like it is. This is when Dagda is with Zoja and like they're consoling. They're kind of consoling Zoja, but I think consoling themselves as well, and. It is exactly as you say, like, you know, because they've lost mentors, but now, like, they... It sounds like Zoja can be more of, like, a... It kind of feels like they've always had, like, the figures, like you say, like, the father or the parental figures, and now they can be more in that place where they are that person. That makes sense? She's finally being given the opportunity to move past and through all the losses and actually take a leadership and a mentorship role. Mm. Uh, this scene was really good. I can't say from personal experience, I've never felt quite as much like a grown-up um, as I did when I lost my parents. And the, the mm. safety net is gone. And, and, and you really are kind of like, so yeah. you, you have to sink or swim under your own. Your own, your own kind of your own sale, I guess, and I feel like this is her moment. Although she she still has a very strong peer group, and I think it also speaks to the fact that even when you lose close people, close family members, or people who have that parental role, mm. if you are surrounded by people who love you, who will support you, you never truly you're never truly free falling. You know. Mm. 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 We're going deep in this podcast. It's only just so true. We are starting out with a moment. Yeah. It was I am gone. Oh, I am still just a little sad that they sacrificed they the, the only way they could figure out how to do this was to sacrifice an otherwise very interesting dynamic character who could have played into the story. Mm. I think it did. Don't you to have to do so that though? Yeah, don't you have to do that sometimes though? Like to really sometimes. have that impact. But this time? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I think I think everyone was sad last time we did this at last episode when we were talking about it as well. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, he was mm-hmm. such a good character, and that's what makes it so sad. And I think in a way, because people are like, oh, we didn't have to get rid of him. I'm like, oh, they kind of did because now everyone feels that way. And I'm like, oh, that makes it even better. Hopefully. As long as they, as long as, as long as it's done well, very well, like, I feel like we will hopefully get why this was done. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, though, as Zoja's kind of um, evolution. I would say. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I kind of prob- I said this a little bit last time, but it's, it's always frustrating to me, though, when they introduce a new character and you're like, within, you know, they're going to die within just a chapter. Like, I saw his death mm-hmm. coming. I'm like, oh, well, I hardly get to know him. He's here for just a couple chapters, a few mm-hmm. hours of gameplay, and I don't get to interact with him really during that time. And then he's dead. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it's it's a little frustrating because I just want like when way back, you know, spoilers for Heart of Thorns, serious spoilers <laughs> here, guys, um, when Air died, 
it was impactful because I had spent so much time with Air. Mm. Um, when the other sure. other character deaths, they've managed to give us more time to pick a character that was more meaningfully meaningful personally to the player, and mm. and so I'm I'm just always frustrated, especially when in comparison to that moment, we get so little time to build a rapport with a character, and then they die, and we're supposed to really feel heartbroken instead of frustrated. Mm. Mm. that's fair that's fair um, I, th I, I, I mean I've said this many times there's always that playoff between gameplay mm -hmm. and narrative and yeah. I don't I don't think they best one in the world is super hard to get it right it is um, um, I would have just liked more time with him but this is a fantasy world we know that um, mm -hmm. the souls of people endure yeah it's not it's not like the entropy-laden universe that we live in. And so we could have more stories with him. I don't know about you. Um, I'm going to come back have. and haunt you for next. So. Oh, I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on who goes first, I'll make a deal if we haunted each other and then uh. make a, <laughs> like you can make me a cup of tea or I'll make you a cup of tea, depending on who goes first. That's fair. I'll I'll take that. I'll bring the hobnobs. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'll bring some American cookies. Just, just everything. No, actually, no. I'll come back to England and get some bourbon biscuits. Mm. Oh, I miss bourbon biscuits so much. I don't have bourbon. <laughs> if you really miss them, I can I can send you a care package, darling. I'm very happy to do that. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. <laughs> I could ask my parents, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd have to talk to them. That's true. I love my mum and dad. I love them. I and... found that two thousand miles of ocean was about the right distance to have a great relationship with my mum. So. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Again, there, there are some people. There's a there's a saying. Some people make better friends than roommates. It's, it's always there's just the right distance to oh, have true. the perfect relationship. Sure. Um, Speaking of Mabon and 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 yes. all the uh, all the stuff here, thank you for dragging us right back on track. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my camera! There we go. I was, almost lost that. You're yeah. Uh, so we have that, and yeah, that was a really difficult and uh, uh, scene to handle. And also, I do realize that maybe they're also trying to give this feeling of there is a world beyond us and we don't know everybody who dies, but we see the impact that that has on people. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, now maybe we're going to get a bunch of Zoja story through the next bit, which I would be really excited for. Mm. I think so. Even if it's just like side stories, because like you have the... Uh, you get to go around and collect her journal and you get a bunch of dialogue through that achievement and little I bits. I definitely and... think Yeah. I definitely think we'll be following her story as mm -hmm. she advances into because I think there must be some all sorts of interesting rituals. They talk about a ritual whereby they, they lose part of them themselves and their memories and the, and their deaths they they want to move forward but they're scared and we've kind of reassured them that we're going to stand by them and 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 we'll remember for them you know as a as a safety net um but i'm 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 fairly convinced as as we're helping monsters as we're helping the monsters who murdered moban 
to not yeah. become extinct, which is a strange sentence to say. Mm. Um, it will get more really of a interesting twist to the story. Yeah, I am hoping that I'm we not get sure a lot I would have agreed. About... Hmm? Mm. I'm sure you would have agreed with what, sorry? I'm not sure that I would have acquiesced to her request. I'm not, I'm. Mm. At the end of this, at the end of this arc, not in the not too distant future, as we're playing through the story, we 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 are asked by Pather to save her people, and I don't know that a parasitical race of demonic beings is necessarily that have murdered people that I know mm. is necessarily where I would want to put my energy. <laughs> An interesting thing, okay. though, through that, they're implying that this is actually all caused by, um, what's his name, the king, who's been feeding on his own people for mm. what we can only assume is hundreds of thousands of years at this point. And so yeah. maybe we'd be setting them free to be not so parasitical and awful once they're not desperate to survive. I mean... Should we yeah. finish this chat? Because this chapter, that's coming up oh. in a bit. And uh, oh, we, right. we, can, we right. can get there. Because um, we're still, on, oh, we're, we're still on Zojo. So it's okay. Zojo is kind of telling us about their their grief and how they want to forget. But also, they don't want to forget. Like yeah, I'm, I'm just... the Some of the words are coming up. Um, uh, but she's she's talking about how she wanted to just have someone come, up, come after her. Like, actually see that they were okay but it's, i was like because there was so much going on she kind of disappeared and no one really tracked her down and she was like oh to take care of them and i think they felt kind of abandoned actually even though they kind of abandoned everyone <laughs> i think there was that hope that someone will come after me and someone will come get me and take care of me and uh and then you mm -hmm. kind of as the commander you kind of say you know if you would if you had said something to us like, I would have thought you would have called if you needed us, and it's like, oh, damn, okay. Um, this is, this is, P.S., it's mental health month, uh, <laughs> which, it's mental health day every day, by the way, everyone, but it was, uh, this, this month, uh, is important to mental health specifically, and reach out to people you do not hear from. <laughs> like, okay, that's something you should do. Good stuff. Um, so, Can I yeah, ask you a question in that time? Sure. So, she said that she, she ran away and hoped that we would follow. Is this a common trope with people who, who um, have suffered a trauma, that they, they, they cut themselves off, but they're secretly hoping that people will come and rescue them? It's an unconscious thing, yeah. Most, most of the time, I would say. Um, it really depends. It depends on how you were as a kid and how you dealt with loss. So if you were not comforted or ever really kind of looked after, often, well, in terms of loss or in terms of like, you know, any kind of pain or trauma or anything, you, the way that you may try to get through that is to isolate because it's easier than having, and then literally the opposite, which is knowing that no one else is going to actually come to you at all, even though you're present there, if that makes sense. So if you ex eject yourself from a situation, no one's going to help you. Probably, so you can. Mm. So it's easier. If that makes sense. But in terms, mm -hmm. so, so people it's... do tend to do that. So isolation is classic depression. Like isolation is one of the biggest 
like symptoms for sure because you disconnect from people i guess it's a i guess it's a sign that her character was um emotionally abandoned as a child i guess that i guess that's a surin culture though which yeah, is an like, interesting that, that kind like of it'd be a pretty prevalent surin trait yeah, yeah. I mean, they're but, all inventors, um, right? You could probably, you could probably psychoanalyze the fact that they're all inventors and pe they're always trying to fix problems, and they're trying to fix things. You could probably go deep into that psychoanalytical guess, way. Well, they they all seem to be very insecurely um, attached, attached mm -hmm. because they all seem to be very desperately eager and and seeking approval. All the servants seem oh, they're all anxious. deeply needy. They all seem they, they're they all yeah. anxious. Seem to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't seem to have family units. They don't have this core group that from infancy they can look to for their emotional needs. And they seem to really just like, you don't have emotional needs. Go shoe, do your thing. Make us cool mm -hmm. toys. Oh, for sure. There's, um, it's kind of funny that the Char are more emotionally um, supportive of their cubs because mm -hmm. they form like their own familial units than the very erudite Asura who seem all to be deeply angst because of the of the of the fact that they're all they're rather than in unison they're all in competition with one another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that's that's rough, man. That's yeah. It is. It is. That's, Sounds like boarding school, to be honest. Well, got different... That's essentially what they have, is they, they're immediately kicked out to go live in their boarding school. They, mm. One of the places in Radisume you can find is the dorms. You can't go in, but it's a, it's a point of interest, is the dorms where they go as progeny. But the Asura are very have a very anxious, anxious attachment. So there's three styles of attachment in the attachment theory, if you go by like the classical John Bowlby stuff, which is like anxious and uh, avoidant and insecure. So like, if you think about the third of the population is each one, <laughs> maybe you could, um, to a degree, I can't that's remember. part of what, what leads to which college, which of the three colleges you go to. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there's not many secure people. Um, but like, it's basically how you form relationships with other people. So, so you could look at that as a, as a series, how they, how they do form relationships with other people. And Zoja is very, is a mixture of, uh, is more anxious, I would say, but also avoid, has those, has some avoidant traits and there's no, like, you are this strict one thing. You can have like a mix of different bits and bobs, but you know. They do feel that way, and they kind of. And this is this is what's going to be interesting as you go through the story, like you say, you know, and seeing how they can have that repaired relationship in their past with people. That's what you do. That's what therapists do. Therapists repair relationships with clients. They basically create an atmosphere that's similar to maybe a parent or a guardian, where people can feel safe, secure, and. Uh, they can share uh, feelings, emotions, process things, get insight and awareness, and they essentially rep know because they know they can do that in a safe place with someone. They can now form different relationships to what they've ever had. Like you know, it's a really yeah, so important like, process. Here, Zoja is finally having for the first time a non-competitive family. Yeah. Where she's not trying to outperform or gain the upper hand. There's nobody trying to uh, put her down to get themselves a step up. Yep. 
and also she can be vulnerable, which is the master of the way you connect to people is vulnerability. That is the best way. That is how you connect to anyone. That is the the best form of connection. <laughs> like the vulnerable, being vulnerable with people is like trust, safety, all of things. So she's because she is a lot more vulnerable in this than we've ever seen her before. So you can you can kind of. I'm liking this episode. It's good mental health stuff. If we're asking the question, um, that is that is what it is. That's what I talk about with my clients a lot of the time, especially early when I do intakes and talk about how what therapy is from my theory, from who I learn from, um, and it's a lot about this. Yeah, it's good storytelling as well, and and and. Yeah. and the, the story really it wears its heart on its sleeve because she refers to these people as her found family mm. and, and you can really feel it in her in her interactions with the others you can really feel their connection with her and their care for her and, it, and it's a wonderful thing that even if you have had a difficult start you can it, you can have a path of healing if you if you if you put yourself in the right place and surround yourself with people who, are, who care about you absolutely it's, it's a good story it's, it's not, a good out it's it's, it's what easy. we all need at the moment oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah for sure oh that is very true okay but yeah if you have any questions about that kind of stuff i will i will gladly answer and hopefully won't bumble through it too much um okay yeah, she's talking and we kind of talk to each other is that the whole of the into the obscure i oh, know that's interesting okay Oh, right. Into, and that, I guess the title of the chapter as well, Into the Obscure, is about, is about Zodra and how, the, and their almost way of thinking and how you're not really maybe that sure. I don't know. What do you think the link is there? I don't, I'm not really sure, actually. Well, it's because you, they, we start out with this bit with Zoja. We check in with her, we talk with her, we're having this uh, bit of lore about where she's considering going with her life where mm. she's been being vulnerable about how you know she wished we had found her and then all of a sudden crisis strikes again mm. and the into the obscure is uh learning that amnitas is under imminent attack okay can it be could it also be zoja going into more of the like astral ward and like how they're becoming more she is entering the obscure yeah yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, you could take it um, allegorically that that the 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 obscure is into the self. Yes, absolutely. If, if, that, that I mean, and I wouldn't put it past the the writers of Guild Wars two to have that kind of tack that this is a journey inwards as well as mm -hmm. forwards with the story. No, absolutely. Because we really of are following. Yeah. yeah, we really are following her inward development as a character that was very isolated and very disliked a lot by the community because of how brittle she was in her grief. Yeah. Coming into healing and then us, hopefully, I mean, I, I, I certainly um, um, more, have a more favorable view of the character who is Zoja now than I did at the start of, of, the, of the expansion. And yeah, so now... I guess we're, that is the obscure that we are traveling through, the, 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 the journey inwards of her character. 
and the evolution of her character. Mm -hmm. I like that. Esoteric, but you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot, don't we? We like that creation. Yes, we do. Well, like there is a there is a cat there in case you can't see the shadow upon shadow. Yeah. It's a cute kitty. Yeah. She's looking at me and wants pets and stuff, and like she can have them for a couple of minutes while she's here. She's making biscuits on my chest, which is really painful. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god, the void creature. Yes, she looks at me. She's she's here to see the cryptus, the herb people. <laughs> she's more of a cryptus than the void. She's invading. Although I, I guess they're both. Invading kind of invaders. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, um, uh, but she's got the, like, deliberateness of the cryptus instead of the just, like, overflowing mindlessness of the void. So. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. She has the focus of a predator because she is a little predator. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ow. My hip is not <laughs> the place for that to happen. Okay. So now... Uh, we wait. I'll pay for talking to us as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Pathos starts getting more and more vocal throughout this segment. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, um, sorry, but red flag. This, she is bad news. This, I, I feel like we are going to, we are going to get royally shafted by this beautiful demon woman. <laughs> I mean, somebody, some people will be here for that. Step on me, Mama, but no. I think, I think we're heading into. Uh... Week, so. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you might not get that piece, unfortunately. Oh, maybe we'll, uh, we can maybe but, drop no. it in one day. I don't know. But yeah, she's, uh, she's, she, she is going to royally screw us at some point. I'm, I'm barely convinced. Or maybe she'll turn into this beautiful ethereal dream goddess of some description and then more fan fiction will be created. Oh, um, no. Is there fan fiction of her? Of course there is. I haven't seen it I though. I would be more surprised if there weren't, to be perfectly honest. But I, I hope that if she does prove to be an actual trustworthy ally, I really hope they don't make her some ethereal beautiful thing. I, I I kind of like the frightening aspect and the kind of gross, creepy alienness of of her appearance and of all the cryptus. And I kind of I like it when good is not always beautiful. And so if we can free them of Eparch and they yeah. all remain still these really unnerving amalgamations of bone and sinew. <laughs> That'd be cool for me. Mm. But yeah, break, also... Break the paradigm. I like that. Mm -hmm. But also, the, the, the red flags are more in the behavior than the appearance. In the creeping in, creating insecurity, making you distrust, it, being able to... You, saying you can't be open with these allies. You can't tell them. Yeah, there's the red flags. Mm -hmm. I like what Ray Dis says in the chat. you from your friends. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like what Ray says in chat. It was a total red flag for me too. Painful was way too comfortable. After we just lost an integral part of our wizard's court. Mm. And it felt hella sus. <laughs> yeah. 
Good coming in, actually. sowing dis dissent, making you feel distrustful of people that, yeah. you know, at this point, you know, Zoja, you should be able to trust her. But Paith is like, you can't tell her. You can't tell her you can hear me. Mm. Um, I always found that to like, be really odd that they that they do not as well. Like they seem re we seem really trusting and like really. Oh, man. I wonder if Paith were like I kind felt of more like we were controlled. You felt like mm. we were more like we were controlled? Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. Mm. What, manipulated, controlled, or like literally mm. controlled? Bit of column A, bit of column B. Mm. Do you think they kind of... I don't know, I don't remember, do you, but do you think they appeal to our ego a little bit as well through the story? They um, do try. <laughs> ego, insecurities, I mean, yeah. we were fish out of water. Um, I mean, if you, if you look at it from a from a psychological point of view, th this is the typical behavior of like the the, the terrible boyfriend slash partner, where mm -hmm. they whisper in your ear, they try to isolate you from the people around you. They sow mistrust, they mm -hmm. sow fear, and they want you all to themselves. And as and, and as long as you are insecure and and fretting and in that kind of precarious place then they're, they're happy as a little sandman, and that's how mm. she seems very gleeful about our... And she does seem protective. She seems protective of us. There are many times that she, she, she kind of schools us to um, uh, cloak ourselves in the memories of, of happiness so that we can weather the coming storm. But I, we also it, it doesn't, never feels like it's for our benefit. Mm. We, we also learn that she can feed on our happy emotions just as well as the negative ones. Um, also that she admittedly keeps us alive because she needs us, uh, to do her dirty work. Um, and I would not at all be surprised that if we go in, we storm the castle, we kill Epark, and she sits down on the throne and orders the next attack. Yeah. I mean, really? she, she, uh, it's Chekhov. It's, she made the us attack? into Chekhov's gun. She, she, she saw us, she cocked us in the opening episode by getting us out of there. And then she, 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 she shot her own brother in the face with us at the end of the, of the, of the episode. Mm. And that, she is Machiavellian to say the least, mm. right? Wonderfully. It's, yeah. So, sorry, go on. It's, I mentioned last time how in the end you're asked if you feel you can actually trust her. And you're only given two options. And one is like, do we have any choice? And the other is, yeah, totally, I trust her. I'm like, no, no, I want an in-between. No, I don't trust her. But I feel like something needs to be done right now, and I hope we can trust her. Mm. That's like, I, I wish we'd been given the option of, I'm giving her the opportunity to earn my trust. Because <laughs> mm. uh, mm -hmm. that's me as the player, and I think as the as my character at this point i would know better than to just wholeheartedly trust but you know, it's okay. a leap of faith isn't it that's what, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's what it is but it would, that that would have been a good way of um branching it probably yeah because i mean we've had so many we've dealt with so many weaselly uh temporary allies who mm -hmm. and i mean especially through through ice brood we had potential allies just completely about face and stab us in the back. It's very true. Actually, they didn't stab mm. us in the back, but they stabbed us. 
I mean, it was in the front very hard, yes. but no, I get your they, meaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah we literally have actually been almost killed over this, and that wasn't the only time. So it's like, yeah. I think I would be like, I want to trust I've got this far by hoping people were acting in good faith. And it's never, it hasn't ended the world yet. Yeah. So many main characters take so much awfulness. Okay. Um, what what was this bit? They explore the halls of the bastion. Okay, uh, investigating the circumstances. Do you remember what we did in here in the halls of the bastion? Like, what was going on in there? So we're trying to get to a memory of Moban, aren't we? Where where uh, he is in conversation, and his first conversation with Garen, or is Garen, or mm -hmm. was Garen? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And and we're led through these halls of darkness, which I absolutely adore. I love this little area in the game. I mm. love the mechanics of it. I, I wish it was a little bit more deadly. I wish we, because mm. when you first run through it, you kind of feel like you, there should be more danger here. So maybe like a ticking like um, condition effect over time. So we it limited our ability to bod around in here would be nice. Mm -hmm. But I loved how dark and foreboding this place was. And I and still. Even now, my favorite relationship is between these two. I love the, the the trust and the relationship between these two. These are kind of like the standouts for me of the expansion. Vadium and uh, Chick. Mm hmm Yeah. Absolutely agree on mm -hmm. that. Okay. Just uh, saying their names because not everyone will be watching this via video as well. Um, oh, that's fair. Sorry. Yes. The, uh, used, we the said the mute char and the, um, the exiled script. Mm -hmm. who are who's pretty smart just absolutely delightful that's right they're kind of like the antithesis the, the, the of of Pather. they are open and honest and true and kind and a bit silly and there's a wonderful like conversation between uh, um her and the gladium where the gladium is insisting that she's had too much sugar this morning because she's just like a thousand miles an hour this little like oh she's so excited about everything and she's like are you sure you haven't no, i have not had sugar today no i'm, I'm fine I, I just i thought it was so sweet it they're just so wholesome but this this is the conversation which is really interesting and this this conversation that um miss garen and maban has is this really mm -hmm old or like I, this this is where my brain starts to like completely forget all of what this relevance was um so to my understanding this is the very first conversation between them it is so, okay. um, they've, they've met in an, an encounter um whereby the seers and oh my god why is it dropped out of my head what are they called the Masat. Good yes. lord. Mm -hmm. The Seers and the Masat um, were, were allies. The Seers betrayed the Masat, and then mm -hmm. the Masat went to war with the Seers. And Isgaran, who is apparently the king of the Seers, their liege lord. Yeah. Oh, really? By all accounts. Yeah, that was dropped yeah. real casually. Mm. Okay, um, okay. He encounters Maban, and they have that very conversation, which is why Isgaran instead of of battling him as he would any Masat or any um Tyrian Masat, because apparently the Tyrian Masat are much more vicious and and some sort and, of splinter uh, broken off group. Yeah, like they're they're more extreme than other Masat in the in the Greater Miss. Um that's oh, yeah. why he he recruits him because of his 
un extraordinary compassion and and um and self-reflection mm -hmm. rather than just being it, what his society what you would think his society would produce mm -hmm. which is why it's i'm hoping that we'll get more stories with him because he is like an interesting lens to see the culture of the Masat through Interesting. What might be really cool because you find a journal entry where he's talking about his history as a Mursat and he and the glimpses of his life that he can remember, and he talks about the one thing that makes it gives him hope for his past self is he has a memory of of her talking about their how their true home is still out there and there's still someone out there in their true home in the land of dreams or something. Was it that? And I'm hoping maybe we get more journals, maybe we get more little drops. Probably won't, but it'd be really cool. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, maybe through him and through his story, we'll find out what happens to the souls of the Masat. Yeah. That would be interesting. And the souls of the dwarves. Uh, <clears throat> so, okay, that, that was the end, Both. kind of end there of that mm -hmm. chapter, actually, with that conversation. Um, and then Paper starts talking to us. Um, mm -hmm. And she starts talking about relationship with Ceres and... Da, 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 da. So, so yeah. The voice is really good. The voice actress as well. Who's play, who plays Paper anyway? That's a good question. Um, the same voice actor as um, played Sylvanas. Oh, in that's Gunner. right. That's right. We talked about this. Okay. Forgive me, my ADHD adult brain will not pull that name out of anywhere. <laughs> mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know. And she starts talking about how, like, Sarah has been kind of watching and, like, waiting and... Okay. Okay. Next chapter. Where are we going next? The World Spire. There we go. Okay. So we're exploring the bastion of the celestial to locate Iskarin. Okay, so we have to find Iskarin. Iskarin is the next mm -hmm. uh, part of our journey. I remember this fight because this was all around the world spire, right? Did I like yes, this? I'm trying to remember if I enjoyed this. I feel like this was a bit long-winded. <laughs> I didn't dislike it. I think mm. I spent so much of it just lost because it was brand new area and everything was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. What do we have to do here? Oh, okay. It was just an instance. All right. That's fair. I think... <sighs> Sorry, I'm trying to look up the... Uh... Uh, okay, I'm watching, I'm watching the video to remind myself of this part of the story. So I'm pretty sure this is where... Iskaran... We found him, but he's been... Is he being corrupted and then we end up fighting him in different areas or we end up? It, it's almost like um, a rehashing of our pursuit of Moban. Mm -hmm. He's moving yes. away. He's, tr he's doing his best to protect us. Mm -hmm. And again, we're, we're, we're having to fight through waves and waves and we're getting a lot of, when we do interact with him, we're getting a lot of negative dialogue and he is right. very spiteful about the death of Moban and he's throwing it back in people's faces and he's being a real, a real shit. And, and the successive people are basically calling him out on his bullshit, mm -hmm. I think is a fair assessment of, of our kind of, and, and we have to hurl positive and negative emotions at him to kind of try and break him 
of the of the of the stupor of of his possession um and yeah it's a successive of a it's 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 basically it's like a a three-part chase whereby we get to him we battle him there's more dialogue he buggers off we chase him again um and and we just until we actually get to the final encounter which is not too distant in this okay we're given the opportunity to actually cleanse instead of kill him Mm. Mm. That's true. Why was that? Do you think? Why, why, I mean, why was it that? How were we able to cleanse him, but not? Is it like uh, we just reached him at a, like a better time, or like he hadn't been as possessed? Or he... what was the deal? I can't remember. They what didn't armor? really give an answer, did they? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Plot armor. Well, I, I think it's plot, plot armor. armor. I think that, yeah. yeah. I think that they needed him to, to endure for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they needed to kill Moban for the story. And because the, having played through it a couple of times, I'm still, I'm, I'm still unsure as to the point at which someone is irretrievable. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not really clear at what point they cannot be saved. Yeah, I'm um, hoping maybe that's something they can address more in the future where they actually let us know, like, it's because they're more susceptible to whatever the cryptists are doing or there's a certain amount of time and you just, you don't know when the timer starts, so you don't know if you're there in time or not. Or, you know, I, I kind of hope there's some reason behind it. Mm-hmm. I think they've actually alluded to that, that... I think I think actually Moban says that at some point he said we we all know that at some point we're going to fall, mm. but they keep going anyway. So I I feel like I feel like just exposure to these creatures and their and their pernicious devices, mental devices, is is so corrosive that everyone kind of signs their own death warrant when they when they enter the cause but mm-hmm. it's such a it's it's such a vital thing that they do it anyway and and also i mean I, I, it's a bit dramatic they have very extended lifespans yeah their, their lifespans are, are far in excess of of, of, of not a normal mortal span ontario we have dagda so. as a specific example because mm. we know that their her lifespan she's a joke she is from before the the Jotun fell to what they are now. So yeah. Yeah, so she she's at least ten thousand years old, if not if not Jesus. Older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair play. Okay. I do suspect, I wonder if part of the ascension to a to one of the wizard what is the title that Zoja's gonna be taking? Megazord of the Astral Ward. We'll, we'll go with it. it Megazord. I think, I think it's just a member of the Wizards Council. I think it's just a member of the Wizards Council. I wonder if part of why they lose some aspect of themselves is to protect them from the basically the weight of immortality. I don't think immortality would be such a weight. <laughs> you know, so. I'll take it. Watching so. all of your mortal... Not just your friends, your family, your progeny, like all the way down the line, slowly dwindling out 
uh, your entire culture could vanish while you still are just trucking along. I wouldn't mind living for longer, but so. for living forever would kind of suck because then you wouldn't, there would be no meaning to your life. They do have meaning, though, because they're giving up their mortality to join a cause. So they have that meaning. Mm. But the loneliness and isolation and so kind of defensively losing your connections to your previous life would be a kindness. This is gonna sound really morbid. This is gonna. Sound... I don't morbid, know. Morbid. I don't morbid me. Um, I don't necessarily think. Fuck you, darling. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that that's um, too dissimilar to the existence that we have. What's that? Hmm? The the so. If you ask someone in their seventies how they felt, or or even their eighties, mm -hmm. if you asked an octogenarian how they felt about their culture mm. i feel that they might have a conversation with you about how they that they've they've seen the loss of their culture simply by process of generational change mm. and what we see as progress they will see as a, a loss of innocence or a, i mean mm. you see a lot of it in the news harkening back to a kind of a rose-tinted yesterday oh, that's always the way yeah? we're always going to be doing that yeah and and so I, I so I don't and and also uh, unfortunately I mean life and loss not just like death but you know, distance and travel and you make friends and you you lose friends mm -hmm. you you have lovers or not and you you you, you know so I don't necessarily think uh, well let's put it this way from my point of view. I, I, I don't see there's that much dissimilar. And if, if someone offered me, would you like to live for 10,000 years and put it on the table? Would, would my curiosity in wanting mm. to see the course of history outweigh mm. my, my, my angst at, at the death of the people that, are, that of, of the death of everybody? Because it would be literally anybody I'd ever met. Over 10,000 right? years. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a long time. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of loss. But it's also, an, but it's also an opportunity to be the guardian of your family. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, you I, could, guess you, so. you, I guess so. I guess so. So you could watch over generations of your of your family and make sure that they're safe and whole and good. What and if you didn't want you to have be kids, the protector. Though? Then I guess you'd have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> For 10,000 years, I must be having all the hobbies. <laughs> Maybe that explains all those really weird cubby rooms in the Wizard's Tower. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And the books it's on very the intricate uh, airship models <laughs> and Zaitan heads for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, give me 10,000 years, I will think of things to do. <laughs> all right. I mean, there is that. I, I am trying that. to learn Unreal Engine. It could take 10,000 years at this point. <laughs> Okay, might not be saying. Unreal Engine by then, although maybe it would just be completely not. Unreal Engine. Um, completely. We, we, we're all good at that automatically at birth um, yeah. or in the womb where we will learn how to work and immediately be worker bees as soon as we come out. So <clears throat> wow. Sorry. That, Vito. That was Vito. No. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. That sounds good. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. And Paper's talking to us as well, because she's talking mm -hmm. about the um, good memories as well to keep us, I think, is she trying to keep us grounded so we don't get 
I was a little bit confused by this, I think. Yeah, so she's trying to keep us on track. Okay. She has a goal for what she needs us to do. So she is trying and to ground so us. Like, okay. Yeah. That's good. Is okay. stay on target. Mm-hmm. Red um, leader, stay on, stay on target. Is that your Star Wars? Is that Star Wars reference? I love yes. Star Wars. It really is a Star Wars. I'm playing the whole scene in my head now. Yeah, so. <laughs> Sorry. Fine, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, for another rewatch yeah so like this is one of the parts that or one of the aspects of my relationship with Paytha that has me kind of like I I am just a tool there is no like she she has no interest in even really particularly an ally there is no two way here she is lining me up to take something some hit for her is my suspicion Oh, hmm. with that, 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 that's going to come back. Uh, I just saw the, um, wow, fi- if I got fixated on something, it's the, the staff from the, from the mm. Blood Line Training Company. <laughs> the staff is so good. Sorry. I was like, oh my God, I love that stuff. I, I have that stuff. It's very good. Uh, he's going through <laughs> his going shoulder, though, because he is obviously, oh God, and he's stabbing himself with it as well. I keep forgetting about this bit. Um, they struggle with his forearms. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of clipping. Uh, Iskaran is literally like a god because he keeps stabbing himself. <laughs> That's why we can't kill him. That's why he doesn't die. Because he's <laughs> already stabbed go. himself, like with this stick for so we, we long. We can already see that he's impervious to stabbing. Exactly. And That's all we got. He's, he's not mm. a physical form. He's just a ghost. Um, <laughs> Although get... he is a djinn, and we do have a lot of like real iffy understanding of exactly what they are and how they work so that's true that's true so they could uh Mm. they don't have a vulnerability to staffs then apparently okay so we fight Mm. i want to see him juggle something what i want to see all those arms man i just (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) he'd be amazing as as like a dishwasher Uh uh-huh that's definitely what you're talking about uh, I was like going off to like, you know, we could have a, um, uh, no, my brain has dumped his name, the Sith, the, the robotic Sith. Oh, Grievous. It has four Grievous. Yeah, you give him four stabs, send it, send him into the fight with four. <laughs> Let's uh, see what happens. Oh, God. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be quite a task to the animators, so I understand why they didn't. That's good. Ready to rumble. Yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> Death match. Cage match. Yes. <laughs> Would you be in the cage match, though? Because that's what we're asking. We're leaning towards oh, here. Oh, God, no. No, I'm I'm on the side sipping uh, tea and uh, and commentating on the bloodshed. That's as far as I, I'll go. I leave the dying to other people. Hopefully. So far, it's okay. going well. No, I do worry though that it, like if we are going into Nios with Petha, if that is where the story is leading, I'd like that. Yeah, are we risking being taken over the same way as we just had to stop Isgarin from? And is, are we actually going to have to fight him because we are falling? Mmm, I'd like that, that as be, an arc, actually, becoming that evil. That would be really cool. Like, and then we're all of a sudden, like, part of the cryptus, and, like, we are in 
I, I actually would love that. I, I liked the uh, idea. You remember with, um, we, we do kind of keep, we go back to like, um, oh God, what's it called? Frozen Throne, World of Warcraft. And like, you know, um, not Frozen Throne, what's it called? The, is it Frozen Throne? What's the? Wrath of, Wrath of the Lich King. Wrath of the Lich King, oh my God. Okay. Frozen Throne was flipping Warcraft 3. <laughs> um, no, but you literally go to the Throne throne and fight Arthas at the top and true. Sylvanas it's, throws it's herself. It. It's a great story, great true, story. True, true. And like, mm. with it, it, it's that kind of arc that I would love to play again because in Warcraft 3, you play Arthas, go as as Arthas when he's a good guy, mm-hmm. and then you'd get taken over essentially by like it's Frostmourne, right? Uh, is it Frostmourne? Yeah. Frostmourne? Um, yeah. And it turns yeah. you it turns you into baddie, and it's so cool, and you get to play him as a baddie, and it's just like it's so it's ah oh, it, that that's why Warcraft Pur- Three is one of the best games Strathorn? ever. Sorry? The purging of Strathholm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Of Strathholm. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh that would be god. an arc, because like as the commander, we have gone through so many different types of story arc. Mm-hmm. We have seen tragedies, we have died and come back, we have gone to many different ethereal planes, we have chased the gods, we have done all these crazy things. We've we've never been evil. Nope. <laughs> What what's no. it that you live no. long enough to see yourself become the thing that you're fighting, mm-hmm. if the bad guy? That would be really fascinating I mean, if that were this ultimate story arc. Yeah, but, um, I agree. That would I, be fun. I feel like I might, I might have some bad news for for you, my friends, all uh, of everybody in chat. Um, so <laughs> I I don't think that we have to worry about being taken over or possessed because uh, <clears throat> it's 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 already happened, guys. We we are. We're, we're, we're screwed. Oh. She's oh, yeah. in. Oh, she's got her hooks yeah. in us already. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we're, we're literally, her plans come into fruition because of us. So we're already, mm-hmm. you're saying we're already. Okay. I mean, cool. she's, yeah, she is, she is already squatting in our subconscious like a frog. Yeah, <laughs> she is in there. She is in like I tell you what, there is no one she's I know that like describes him. things the way you do. I just I, I appreciate your yeah, description. That was a terrific image, yes. <laughs> I was literally like, I've never heard that before. That's so good. Oh dear. Excellent. What did what was it? Squatting in our mind like what? Like a frog. Like a toad. Like yeah, she is. Like a squatting. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> Sorry. I love it. I'm uh, just reading chat. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that would be really cool if that is where this ultimately leads. If we have this delightful, the delightfully unreliable narrator tinting our opinion of what's going on and leading us into whatever her ulterior goal is. Yeah, and this is getting me really excited. Riz, Riz got the comment, by the way. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's I think that's like, it. I want to say Batman or I, something I, like that. I think, I, that's think, a... I think you're right. About... Isn't it, Is it older than Batman? I think it's a Batman code. Oh, okay. Could be. Um, or is it Marvel? I am that geek. Yes. I, it, I mean, it's really hard to, to nail down quotes to people. 
Um, because that could also be Star Trek. I feel like there's different versions and loads of different things. I've, was that? Oh, could it have been Khan in Star Trek? Maybe talking about. I reckon. Might have been. Oh, oh maybe not. Well, a lot of Khan's themes were Shakespearean. He was a goodie, so. wasn't he? He was a goodie, and then he turned into a bad. Khan was never particularly a goodie. He was a engineered soldier that never had the opportunity yeah. to be good. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't engineered soldier. Oh. But I thought he wanted to be good, and they was trying to break away, then, like, kind of. People died, I, he? I mean, he was the hero of his own story, and he mm. did go into exile after after the war, and he did have a wife, and they did do terrible things to him, and then he he um he he, he kind of went nuts. Yeah, yeah. Ah, he was it's so a good, good story. The Wrath of Khan oh. is, a, is a great movie. Even oh, it's, one it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. I hated it as a kid. I could not handle the earbuds. It's the earbuds, yes. Oh my God. Oh, it yeah. was the same for me. Like when Sulu, because it, it was Sulu and um, Chekhov. Oh no, it was Chekhov, Chekhov wasn't they, it? Sir, they put bugs in our ears. Yeah. And they yeah. killed, they killed, like, I think there was one guy who like just shot himself because he couldn't take it. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's pretty yeah. violent for Star Trek. That was pretty yeah, like, yeah. pretty heavy going. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was, that was terrifying actually. Because that Be, was Being really a young old. Star Trek fan, being a young Star Trek fan put me in hospital. Wait, what? So, Did you try yeah, to put earwigs in about... your ear? <laughs> no, so, uh, it was not, it, so, <laughs> Oh God. I watched it. I, I loved Uhura. I thought she was absolutely amazing. And so I wanted to try and do the communicator thing. So I did literally like stick something in my ear and it went in so far that I had to go to hospital to get it removed. Are you joking? <laughs> oh no, my God. What did you stick in your ear? I think it was some sort of like bead or some description, you know, because she had that thing that she stuck oh, in her God. ear in the yeah, original yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a Bluetooth headset. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, 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 the dangers of sci fi people. Oh my God. <laughs> Seven hours. Seven Four, hours? Anyway. Fornax wow. How did they get it out? Yeah. Um, They're experienced at getting things out of kids' ears. That's a very common occurrence. Yeah, but this was, would have been like the 80s, right? Or... Oh, God, don't say it out loud. Sorry. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> so first they tried suction. Yeah. They tried to suck it out. That uh -huh. did not work. Mm -hmm. So they had to go oh, in with um, like tweezers. tweezers and stuff and lubricants and things like that. Oh, they were going to have to cut the back of my... They were going to have to actually like remove my ear, take <gasps> the thing out, oh, my, put my ear back on. But they oh, didn't have terrifying. to do that. Oh yeah. my god. I'm glad it didn't go there. Yeah. That is the worst. Um, it was the yeah. 80s as well, so people probably got like cotton buds and tried to poke it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I went into the hospital and I immediately got dysentery. That's what happened in the 80s. That's here. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, you yeah, didn't. I'm okay. Joking. <laughs> I was like, oh god. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That happened. I don't know what to do now. Even as a therapist, I'm struggling. <laughs> I like. Sarcasm, I would just empathize. I would like be, I'd have to empathize and just be like, "I'm really sorry that happened to you." Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that like? it. How my, did you feel? My... How did it make you feel? I'll, I'll take the love for my non-existent dysentery. It's fine. Like, okay. My my the entire thing I got from Star Trek was so I grew up. My parents in. Uh, 
I was the I'm the oldest, so my parents had me while I was still still in college, and they would schedule their class schedule to make sure that they could both be home to watch Star Trek together. Aww. And I grew up. Spock was my absolute hero, and I would sit there as like a little two and three year old practicing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's, so <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. Spock's still my hero, but. At the time, even more so. Yeah, what a legend. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was like... such a bamboo. Yeah. He, he mm. like, published a book of poetry and stuff. He was a proper, oh, yeah. like, bohemian gentleman. Mm -hmm. he, was, he really you was. you seen his Ballad of Bilbo Baggins? I have not. No. Ooh. You need to. Oh. Put it in the chat. That's what I'm doing this evening. <laughs> well, I need, to, I need to read or have read to me... Um, uh, Patrick Stewart's latest book as well, apparently. It's very good. According mm. to Reading Geek. Reading Geek told me that it is read, the audiobook is read by Patrick Stewart as well. And I'm like, God. That would be very cool. All right. It, it, I'm taking you seriously on the uh, share this in yeah, chat. You can do and that. Go find you the can link. Do for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, we're going to continue the story as well because uh, yes, we, let's, do, let's we, move on. we are doing a Guild Wars 2 podcast. It's not Star Trek, unfortunately. Maybe we could do that in the future. That would be cool. Um, Happy to. So this is called treachery. There's a little treat for you all as we move on. Excellent. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll Thank you, darling. Back to that. Thank you. Um, so now we're with Viscaran. We're in Naos. And Payfer is here with us. She's trying to make us. She's trying to get us up and into it and all the things. This was weird because mm. the platform was like you were kind of hovering above the platform, which was weird. Um, it happened in both instances in this room, I think. Yeah, I felt very disconnected. <laughs> they just misplaced the the texture in the hitbox. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was uh, odd because it was happening with everyone. Ooh. It was happening with all the things. Oh no, wait. He he actually gets to go down, and sit on the floor, stand on the floor sometimes. Um, <laughs> So Ceres it's, it's, been... it's the weight of his enormous pecs. It's what it's yeah, just. Yeah, it's and like his weighing him down. arm wings or whatever the, the hell they are. Oh. Um, they're so cool though. Like those, they're really well done. And Kentucky Fried Arms, yummy. Whoever built it's... him is like ridiculously talented. Terrifically un unsettling. Yes, very mm. awesome. Very awesome. Mm. So generally here. Ceres wants to kill us and mm -hmm. take over Isgaran, or does he want to actually kill Isgaran here? Remember, I, I think he's going to wear him like a sock puppet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my At this God. point, um, we I believe we have learned oh uh, <laughs> the this guy, the king that he is that Ceres is trying to brown nose to. Yeah. Um, was rejected and kicked out of the wizard's tower by Isgarin. And so yeah. he wants to win against Isgarin in whatever way is winning so that he can prove himself uh -huh. to the king. Because he's, he's all burnt out of shape about Deimos. And, and, and it's really like that the sibling dynamics, which, are, which we kind of get a glimpse of in, in this interaction. Um, and, and if you also notice... Pather isn't here. Mm -mm. She, if if we didn't get up at this point, it's quite possible. If it wasn't for Isgaran's intervention to allow us to move with more freedom, it's possible that this would have been the end. So she is still hedging her bets. 
-hmm. she has to see that we are capable of doing the thing that she needs us to do before mm -hmm. she'll put her neck on the chopping block next to ours. Yeah? Mm -hmm. so, and she only Absolutely. intercedes when she thinks she can win. Mm -hmm. So she is incredibly calculating. It's interesting because... Yeah, so this is that I'm reading some of the text now. Like he is saying, like I'm Demis is gone, but like I'm gonna take up his mantle. Or, like, I'm gonna be, I'm easily as good as he was, and like so. There's a lot of jealousy and stuff that maybe like he is really he's mad, <laughs> he's upset, he's not happy. But like I think he's is glad that he's given been given the opportunity to maybe prove himself to that park. Anyway. There doesn't seem to be much loyalty among the ranks. Mm. Like he he doesn't seem too torn up about Deimos, just more like frustrated that this Deimos was viewed as better in it than him and now he's now Deimos is dead, so it must have been wrong all along and now I get mm. to prove myself. By giving him Iskaran. Okay. Dead. Is what he's talking it's, about. it's that toxic sibling dynamic whereby it's not kinship it's just rivalry mm -hmm. and ev everyone is dancing on the head of a pin to please Epoch as, mm. as this this thing is consuming everything around them so I guess you could you could argue that it's it's a it's a survival tactic because they're they are in just as much danger as we are from their own king right Right, right, right. And 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 when you, when when everything is danger, all all you are seeking is survival, right? Mm -hmm. And if he sees that if he can get the prize of Epoch, uh, that that somehow it will lead to protection for him or salvation for him or elevation for him, maybe he wants to maybe he wants to usurp Epoch mm -hmm. rather than sitting at the right hand of God. He wants to become. I mean, Become often God. in a dynamic like that, that is the ultimate result. Is everyone wants that ultimate security, that ultimate power. I could totally see that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. There's some interesting conversations after this you get with Paytha about how she feels about the fact that we, literally we, killed both her brothers. Mm. in the storyline and and her thoughts on on how she she doesn't mourn their loss she mourns the loss of the brothers that she would have had if not for the situation that they'd found themselves in growing up mm -hmm. yeah. and that's one of the moments that leaves me wanting to trust Petha and wanting it to turn out that she really is just one of many creatures in this really horrible situation with a king that literally is consuming them to sustain his own power Mm. That maybe she ultimately does want something healthier. It mm. just... Okay, I'm gonna play this awesome little bit. Paper. The crew okay. has mm. got. I, they they may talk chest. during it. Who is your latest snare? Or she walk in? The champion of an elder dragon. Isgaran's resolve was succulent, but this one has tasted the end. And what do you plan on doing with your new champion? <laughs> 
Take them to the king. King? Not decided. The wizard was Edmark's prize. So, you plan on killing them yourself? Oh, this is good. You're very inquisitive, sister. Oh, not at all. I'm pleased. I should thank you for saving me the effort. Your honor died with Deimos. Ebok is foolish. And I like so Proof's commentary. Mm. What? 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 What was going on? I like that's it, okay. Oh my god. It was it was so good. That, that, that whole that whole bit was good and then it continues to still be good. Um mm -hmm. she gives she kind of powers you up, right? Oh she is attacking him as well to a degree. Or is she mostly just power Oh no, she is. She's kind of slow. Looks like she's attacking. Yeah, even his at butt. this point, <laughs> she's not really fully committed, it feels like. Mm. She's still hedging her bets, still not wanting to be quite... Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I have to say that I love the fact that there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of tropes at the moment with the mm -hmm. boss... boss woman, girl. Mm -hmm. which is a, a very attractive woman leaning into a masculine um, ethos. Mm -hmm. They're very violent, they're very stoic, they're very... They're, they're, they're leaning more into, the, into the, the trope of masculinity, should I say, rather than masculinity. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like tr the trope of masculinity. Which is multifaceted, the trope of masculinity. And, and I love the fact... also, just as a note, that everyone has mm -hmm. a masculine part and everyone has a female feminine part as well. Just as a... Mm. And strength isn't feminine, and and compassion isn't. It's, it's, sorry, strength isn't masculine purely, and compassion isn't feminine purely. Nope. There's, there's 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 a lot of. But in video game mm. in video games, you have a lot of boss girl type, very um, leaning into the masculine archetype trope. Mm. And I love the fact that Pather is incredibly feminine. Mm -hmm. There is no mistaking she is. Every inch, she gives off that that the, the 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 not not just the shape language of her character, but how she moves, how she talks. She has almost like a feline quality to her, and I absolutely love it. I, I it's it's so nice to see a strong female character who is who is who is um, portraying herself more as a traditional feminine femininity as, as you you know you'd recognize it on a on a like a, a cover of a magazine or something she's elegant and she's and she's calculating and, and i like that i think i i like the, the the spectrum and i and i and i i like to see or i like i guess i, I guess i'm a bit of a traditionalist i like diversity and i mm -hmm. love to see all types but we've had a huge amount of of a very masculine leaning um, female lead female characters, and it's nice to see one leaning into the femininity. Mm. I, I liked that personally. You can roast me in the chat if you like. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree. I think so as well. Like she's more, she feels kind of like 
there is this seductive part of her as well, where she's like, mm. I mean, that's kind of uses it to be disarming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, when she first come it comes in, she's clearly in her physical posture, and uh, the way she's interacting with her brother, she's trying to be like. I'm your sister. I'm just here. I'm just uh, don't don't worry about me. Mm -hmm. I can walk behind you and you're not moving to watch my every move. Yeah, exactly. These fights were good. I, yeah, their, their interaction is beautifully, beautifully choreographed where he gently moves his his wing out of the way. Mm -hmm. as she, she walks. Yeah, like, he, like, but he doesn't want to touch her. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a separation. Like he he's cautious. You can mm -hmm. see it in the way he's moving. It's not a distrust. It's just a caution, and it makes you wonder what type of interactions they've had as siblings. What these relationships look like in the demon realm. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. There we go. And then he dead it. <gasps> oh, da, 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 da. I just find it so interesting right there that she makes you land the final blow. She doesn't help with that. That's on you. Like she can't do it, or whether she can't do it, or there's some political reason for her to avoid being the one, so she can say it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. mm. She calls you away from her as well. I'm gonna just put my volume up <laughs> so I can actually have this played. <laughs> Out a little bit. Okay, but like, what's going on here? I have a lot of questions now. <laughs> Griff is like messing me confused. Do we get to see Epark? Um, okay. Or is that going to be left for the other updates? This rift will return us to the tower. I'm sure they like their wizard back. And I have something to ask of you. This is cool. Treachery. Epilogue, the wizard's tower. Y'all, we did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chris reactions. Oh, they are they are exactly as you say, pretty epic. Okay, so then there's the epilogue and we talk about There's a lot here, isn't there? <laughs> you might you might want to listen to this part because this is where oh. she drops that he's royalty. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, 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 right. Let me let me uh, go back a tiny bit here. Let me mute myself. No, you're for no you didn't need to mute. Or is that going to be left for the... Commander! Who are you? Huh? We're good. I like this one. <laughs> Thank the spirits. They've got his Garin. See? Just fine. Ah. That's about how tall I expected the Wayfinder to be. Uh-huh. I think. Someone explain to me what this Davrak is doing here. Davrak. I do not want to see this place in ruins over something petty. Petty. Are you well? How is your mind? Is your power in your head? I am home. Yes. Wasn't sure you'd make it out of that one. Nor I. I need to connect you to one of the celestial strands. If someone could get my needle. I could use some water. <laughs> I'm a little thirsty and hungry. It 
reminds me that I'm oh, I guess, still alive. I guess he doesn't need water. <laughs> More importantly, we have questions to answer. I would very much like to talk to you, Patha. Oh, and I, you, your highness. I love Patha. No titles, not in my home. <laughs> He's like, let's keep it casual. Curious. Let's take this somewhere more private. We needn't stress anyone else with that conversation. They probably have so many questions. Come on, Arctic. <laughs> no, I was like, please stress me with this conversation. I yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah, this. right. Like, interesting. So she drops in. He's like, no. And so no one knows at all. I don't think so. Maybe Maban knew because, I mean, they were facing each other were across the battlefield. Each... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but so that's. Will that become relevant? More so. I like to think so with how they dropped it. Okay. Um, also, did was Paitha's name said during that instance, or did he know her name? Ah, that's true, actually. Because I mean, he, he was there with the interaction with her brother, though. I, I think. Yeah, I he think does she say Paitha. He says. Does Paitha. he? Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that. Yeah, it, he does. I think Cyrus does. Uh, whatever his name is. It just seemed like there was some like personability, like they were aware of each other. Especially mm. with her knowing his title, but that's true. That's mm. true. She doesn't I mean, know that. So. Mm. If you think about it, he's had interactions with this species of creature before because he turned down Epoch, so mm. he must have had some interaction, uh. some relationship with Epoch, possibly. Mm -hmm. And who knows um, if Patha was around for that even? Correct. Hmm. Okay. Huh. So many threads. Yes. Yep. And then you talk to Zoldra again, and then you're telling her you're not going anywhere, and uh, there's so much. Okay, I don't think there's anything here. I think it's just Kuf talking. Okay, and then <laughs> and then the last part we're still talking about treachery. This is the last chapter still. Um, maybe I play this as well, actually, so we can talk about it. What do you reckon? Let's do that. It's an interesting conversation. Yeah. Wayfinder, I'd have preferred to welcome you to our home myself, but Mabon had other intentions. You spared him. Unfortunately, our troubles are not over. As I have never had the chance, I am Petha. Of House Nefos, though houses and titles given by Epoch are less than reputable. Oh, there you go. She introduced us. In world, it carries weight. We'll need that. Just because we've felled Zerus does not mean this fight is well and done. The opposite. Seems to be true. You use language that suggests an alliance. Let me pose this to the Wayfinder wizard. Epoch is alive and well. Thriving, even. 
on the backs of my kind. Societies limp under poor leaders and recover like clockwork. Epoch is not comparable to Tyrian leaders. He does not simply drain them of wealth or land. He has taken them to eating them. He's... he's feeding on other crypts? Our blood is his blood. And eventually, we will be dissolved. And that is tragic. Killing Epoch is a mutual goal, Iskaren. I don't meddle in foreign politics, Lady Pathar. Letting him devour your entire people while upsetting could ultimately help Tyria. Can't start another invasion without bodies, can he? But he can come here himself and do the same to this world. And he is quite fond of it. I've turned away many beings from outside, especially after the gods and the damage they wrought. I have also neglected to ask for help. And to accept it, when I've needed it most. Wayfinder? Thoughts? Honestly, I kind of trust her. Uh, <laughs> this is this this was the bit you were talking about, Oscotch, from before, <laughs> right? With we can trust her, or do we have any other choice? <laughs> yeah. Which is actually kind of true. I guess. Although, yeah, you could yeah. have said the other thing. Proof is just straight up like we can trust her. <laughs> oh. I think. The innocence of I you. I kind of trust The her. innocence of yeah. you. She did help me quite a bit. She does seem genuine in her goals. Wow, Proof is just um. like, she seems genuine in her goals. Proof. <laughs> yeah. I just, it, oh, it, it was interesting because they also give that little diverting story icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it made it feel like even a more important choice to make. And I'm like, neither of these is anywhere near what I'm feeling. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't trust her. And we do have a choice, but I'd well, like to trust her. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to take over so I could do it. But, you know, we'll cross mm -hmm. And I love that little jab of I've, I turned away the gods after the mess they made. Mm hmm. <laughs> But also, we don't have a choice. Yeah, they either. did do a lot of damage. So. They, I'm yeah, kind of warming gosh. up to pay this. It's interesting that me. they gave that he gave them safe haven, though. Mm -hmm. mm. So that was a, I, a I, conscious I, choice, apparently. So he, so in theory, he should know what they were running from. <laughs> you know that that's actually yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Hmm. I've got questions to answer, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to know. I would love to pick the writer's bread on that one. Oh, The conversation is... Sorry, go on. Sorry, continue, continue. 
I was going to say the conversations you can have with her once once this interaction is over. There's actually a load of dialogue that you get, which is beautifully delivered and very enlightening as to her her kind of who she is after mm. this conversation. Um, okay. She does say here as well. I promise no deception. <laughs> the astral ward needs to recover. Yeah, that's what somebody well, I'm kind of deceiving would say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, she doesn't have to deceive us. She's already squatted in our consciousness. She's already, she's already got a, what do they, what do they, is a hand up our bottom, puppeteering us, you know, like Muppet style. We're, we're already her bitch. Let's, let's just, you know. It's probably down in Nios, like breathing in gas and fumes. It's interesting. They, like, uh, thick acrid air. We then go and talk to them on the side, I guess, as well. She's mm. she's like I'm gonna I I kind of want to chill and stay here and the air's good. Mm. She's here, and they've said they basically need a break. So is there is there any way? Wait, who do we talk to? Okay, we'll do this. Pay for an escape and I'll just leave it plan. So what what else do we learn from her here as we talk to her post uh, all the things? I guess. Do you, does anyone remember, or should we listen? I think the biggest Me lore drops were earlier with His Highness. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, there is the the um, the conversation about her brother. I think this is where we discover her feelings about the fact mm. that she 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 took a hand in her own brother's demise, and mm -hmm. she talks about Epoch kind of poisoning the well, so that she never got an opportunity to meet her brothers. They were always like living in his shadow. Mm -hmm. um, and she never really had that sibling relationship that she desired. Um, but I mean, to not put too fine a point in it, she she killed her own brother. Yeah. I, it, I don't know, man. But there's a there's a lot of dubious morals stuff happening <laughs> that's all very very interesting throughout the uh, throughout the expansion, which and a lot. you know. That I'm just like, is is this actually true? Am I being told the truth right now? Mm. Has been my constant wonder with her. There's part of me I mean, where I'm like, she she wants to save. So you don't think she wants to save the cryptus? Or do you? Or does she want to rule them? Hmm. I I I think her. I think. Uh, all the best lies are based in in a kind of a grain of truth, right? Mm -hmm. um, or I think that truth. she desperate, <laughs> but but yeah, she. I think she desperately wants to save her people. Mm -hmm. I think that this is her this is her modus operandi. This is her axis mundi. Mm -hmm. She wants to save her people, and the biggest threat to them is is their king, and she is going to. And and if and if you either of you anyone in the chat if. It was your responsibility to try and save every man, woman, child, and other creature on this planet. What would you not do to do that? What line would you not cross to save all those people, all those lives, the future of an entire species, of multiple species, right? Mm -hmm. there, is, there, there is no line morally that you probably wouldn't cross because the justification is such. And this is where I think that the Pather is. I don't think that she is fundamentally um, in, in, in chaotic evil. Mm. I don't think that she is a bad person. 
I think that she has this crushing responsibility <laughs> and that she is going to do what? <laughs> I, uh, I just had a weird, like, oh. idea of, like, a dating profile. <laughs> It was like back, <laughs> way back in the day. Do you remember when like um, they did the Guild Wars to like Valentine things, and you could have like paper? I'm not a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a quote, <laughs> quite now. <laughs> not a bad person. Paper. Not a bad. Not a bad person. <laughs> Will wear you like a soldier. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my you, oh my god kinks <laughs> likes to wear people no, sock puppets. no this is this is where my head's going so did you if you watch men in black the original movie oh my god yeah, yeah. it's been and that 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 guy that bug thing mm -hmm. wears a, hen, a henry suit is it and he's got he's just shoved and this is this is the picture in my head if i had pictures in my head this is the kind of thought process in my head <laughs> Because I have your fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. the kind of thought process in my head when I think about Pertha that she she is just like she's like fitting herself into a commander suit, and she is gonna like puppeteer us. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. There's the arm. The... There's the other arm. Yeah, oh that's God. it. And his his neck's all fucked up. And I love you. <sighs> so good. Epic. Yeah. Oh no, there's an ad. I'm watching you at five five seconds. You get point one of a cent. I just gave you money. Um, Ceres, nice art style. Um, she talks about yeah, that's true. And she talks about okay, how Ceres never stood as tall as Damus. Damus was always there. It's interesting. I I love how like that whole thing tied in. Like they tied Damus mm -hmm. into all of this, and Damus actually was a cryptus, and we didn't know. I wonder how far ahead of time i mean i know that they have these storylines years in advance mm -hmm. but how i've been impressed by some of the things that were actually turned out to be deliberate yeah i'm wondering yeah. how when ask bobby could literally ask bobby probably now <laughs> that could be that, a good... tell him i will send Love him thornton's chocolate i will i will send the good chocolate over in a care package <laughs> if we can get an answer to that because what was it? They planned Mordromoth and the Silvari since day one. Yeah. I they was, did, I was yeah. very impressed like to yeah, find that out. Yeah. I don't know, not the expansion though itself, right? It was going to be the way they did it. Yeah, they, they, uh, they probably yeah. wanted to do it living world style, but yeah. the story was there the whole time. That needs to, the reason why I'm changing screens is because I'm going to... I am going to try and get an interview with the because they've they've started to give interviews and they will definitely interview with us because uh, we're the best Guild Wars Two podcast there is. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> it's just true. It's fine. I'm just joking. Everyone's awesome. Um, Everyone's awesome, but we are the best. Um, <laughs> but what was it? What was the question? Um, how yeah. how long has ah has has Deimos been a cryptos a cryptus? Yeah, essentially. Well, yeah, I guess. How long have they been planning to introduce demons as an actual like character narrative arc mm. in the story? That 
Yeah. I was always, I was, I always felt sorry for people who didn't raid, and I was one of them, so I felt quite sorry for myself yeah. for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, I've only recently killed Deimos. Sorry, Pather. Um, um, <sighs> but all that wonderful story and all that fantastic environmental storytelling and all those extraordinary cinematics that link oh, yeah. in the old world, they were all in a raid. Uh -huh. And I, I always, I always hoped that they would um, have some sort of tourist mode or some some sort of explorable mode for for non raiders to actually yeah. have a have a look around these worlds. Mm. Um, and of course, they are getting better now with the the, the kind of opening up the raids and with the um, there's a nutrition mechanic now that helps uh, new raiders in. Oh yeah, and, uh, I guess right. the joke is it. I think the joke in the raiding community is the hardest raid boss to beat is finding a group. That's the, it's like mm -hmm. it's like the elevator in uh, in in World of Warcraft. The best murders people. The best thing I'm gonna I'm gonna brag a little bit now is when having mm -hmm. Bobby there with you as you complete that raid, because <laughs> he tells you all and showed you load of fun stuff and it talks about what the design oh, cool. and stuff we did we did that and he like he loves it because he's you know it's what he does but then he showed us like you know the guy underneath the platform from um when you fight what's his name the first boss can yeah and there's a person underneath it underneath the oh. base like there's a person <laughs> trapped there is it that boss i think that's the one yeah yeah, you know you're right, yeah. And then you go and like, it talks about that and talks about like all of the like the torture equipment and all of that kind of stuff, the choices of why they made that choice and it was it's I have to try and pull that stream out from somewhere, but um Bobby had not died during the entire raid and then randomly like no, I, no, during the, the Deimos bus, like, and then randomly just, like, right at the end got flailed right off the platform. <laughs> we just, everyone just loses their shit. It's funny. He's a uh, yeah. really good dude. The Anet peeps are some of the best devs out there, just saying. Um, I'm not jealous at all. No jealousy here whatsoever. You would <laughs> gladly do a raid review. I would absolutely, definitely do that. I'm sure. So I'm not like telling you I'm to do that, Bobby. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly rhubarb and custard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my first okay. wing one clear. What was it last oh. week? Yeah. Oh, nice. Did we Finally just... dipping my toes. I've been so afraid of it this oh, whole time. Oh, we should do that. We should. Oh, congratulations. Start. That's awesome. We we did that. We were taking new people through and just learning things ourselves because I can't remember anything. So. Maybe we should start doing that as well again. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. We we pretty much came to the end of the story. I mean, I, the rest of this is like extra There's stuff. There's a lot it? through achievements mm -hmm. and collections and mm -hmm. stuff after this. So like, all of I'm this is important as well. Like all of this is good like audio, but I don't want to like just there's a lot here to sift through i kind of want to just do a general like also because of time and uh want to kind mm. of end soon um mm -hmm. but oh. yeah we've been doing this for two hours nice. <laughs> what? and we have kind Good of Lord. we have kind of well you've been here for longer um we've kind of that is the end essentially of this section and there's loads more stuff like mm. catching up with people and talking to them and there's obviously important parts but 
Generally... It's actually an achievement for talking to everybody in this. If you haven't done that, there is an achievement for talking to everyone here. It bugged out so. for me, I think. Ooh. Or was it the previous instance where I couldn't talk to Zojo or someone upstairs? It, uh, no, I didn't bug out. I apparently had to not talk to someone before talking to someone else or some other rubbish. So I've got to play the whole thing again. I'm like, oh, I'm so long. Um, I probably won't end up doing that. And, oh, it's from Mastery Point. I probably will. Um, <laughs> uh, God, they're so. They're the most rare thing in this game, I swear, sometimes. Mastery Points. I'm just like, oh, the things you have to do. They made box. them a lot harder to get in this one. All the expansions up till now, the mastery points, I've never really had to fight for them. I have. But this one, I'm going <laughs> back. I'm cleaning up old achievements. I'm like searching all the little fox spirits. <laughs> mm, I've, I've always struggled with that, I think. Oh, no, mm -hmm. since... Actually, it was just with... Uh... Icebridge Dragons. No, Icebridge oh, Icebridge. Mm -hmm. That's true. That one I honestly never finished the final trait line. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. should do it. Because I just ran out of... Drizzlewood Coast, you get a lot of monsters yeah. from, from that. I got the Otter Infusion and have did. never been able... <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I've never been able to go back since. Oh, I get it. Yeah, oh. because that's a lot of work. That is true. It was so long. I was in. I lived in that zone. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. General thoughts. Are we... Because uh, this is the story thus far. This is the review of the story thus far as well. So we still got a long way mm. to go. We're not necessarily thinking about the future, but, well, I mean, you can include that in some points, I guess, if you want to, but... I guess that is, that is one of the major things is like, I'm excited now to see where this is going to go. Mm. Before it was a little bit predictable. You're like, how are we going to kill the next dragon? How is it going to go bad before we can kill it? But it, there was a little mm. bit of predictability. Mm -hmm. But now it's, where are we going? <laughs> this yeah. is all new territory. This is great. No idea. There's no formula. Nope. Really? Yeah. Are we are we going to be the boss of the uh, mm. the final boss of the next expansion as we as we have to fight a doppelganger of ourselves? That would be fun. That would be a nice that kind of uh, synergy uh, with the with the old game. Yeah, that would mm -hmm. be cool. Oh, yeah, I, I genuinely sure. hope. I genuinely hope that your prediction is is right, Otter. That we we have to go and actually we turn bad. We become the mm. bad guy, and then we 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 have to somehow. Maybe I mean they they have actually had a series of of game mechanics whereby we we take over another person's um, abilities yeah. and then go in and use True. them. We could we could end up like role playing or like wearing like a glove. Is uh, uh, <laughs> Garen right? Oh my God. <laughs> Some puppet uh, for the win, but yeah. Also, the fact that you think there's a sexual connotation there is on you. There's just none. I there's didn't none say for that. me. I, I am. Say I'm, that. I'm just. I just—it's it's not even the sexual, that. just like just, the general the image the general of that. General image is, of it is, is pretty <laughs> disconcerting. Yeah, I, I mm. knew it wasn't going for the sexual part there. I'm, I don't know mm. what you're talking about. I am a pure mm. innocence and uh, mm. a wealth of joy within this world. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. cat. We see the world not how it is, but how we are. I am now That's a cat father. I, I must operate with complete <laughs> honor and respect and innocence. 
and lead yeah. by example as a fine role model to the rest of the uh, rest of the world. The rest of the cat community. Yes, <laughs> outside my door. Um, <laughs> generally, feelings for myself. <laughs> feelings for myself. Uh, generally, for the story so far, <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it. Um, I think at times there was, I was a little bit like, oh, this feels a little bit long-winded, like running around with Viscar and then like trying to get him un, unbadded, uh, which is a word I've now made up, apparently. Um, we'll run with it. Yeah, unbadded. Yep. Uh, Mabarn dying was sad, but I, not too fast. Uh, I felt it was a good character. It was kind of sad because his voice acting was very good. Um, <laughs> that's the reason I'm sad. Um, but it was good most of for pretty much everyone uh, other than some of the side characters but like it was just i, I don't know it, guild wars 2 story i think this is one of the ones where like you say you know it's a very open like it's very much like where are we gonna go and i would love that to be the case if that we do turn into a bit of a baddie or we've got this real struggle of just dis- to decide how how we go I wonder if that ties in with with Zodra as well and like their decision to come or go or like, you know, I wonder yeah. if that's going to be something which, I mean, because that sounds like it's going to be something which is going to be a continuing theme. But I would like to see that come out more in a, in a more, rather than just talking to each other, more in the action, I think, and how they can symbolize that more in fights or... Um, yeah, I don't know, because there is a lot of talking about it. There's a lot of talking in this expansion. I'm not that unbothered massively by that, but there's... Yeah. You want more integration. Sorry. Yeah, (laughs) into the the physicality of the world. Like, it feels a tiny bit disconnected for me. Um, There's something about it where I was really looking forward to it, and I am a little bit disconnected from it. Um, it really did feel like they were trying to know. start a lot of different threads. Yeah. It could be my brain that doesn't like it. Because it's, it's a lot to... I even just thinking about the fact... Like, starting to think about the fact that there's so many... I've got a headache. <laughs> like, I, know when my, I know my brain pretty well. And like when st- first loads of different storylines start to pop into my head, I'm like, oh god, this is hard to think about, and it's getting worse. <laughs> um, not saying that's a bad thing. Like you know, for most people, it's probably fine. But for me, it's, it was quite hard to follow and just trying to remember everything that happened. I have trouble doing that anyway sometimes. But like, yeah, I think that's the only Could- part of it where I'm like, hmm. If I'm if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, you have played this um, in a quite a disconnected fashion. So you you didn't go from start to finish and play it in a wanna. No, correct? I can't do that. No, I can't do that. Yeah. You see, I can't it's not do that. that um... <laughs> I can't. If I if I pick like I I I was gifted some Lego um, stuff, and if if you if you sit a, a Lego thing in front of me, I'm not going to move my ass until it's done. And oh. and this is how I am. So when I started playing the expansion, I knew that I'm going to do this. I might have to sleep, but beyond that, <laughs> maybe. Mm. maybe. 
I, I'm like, I'm like the binge watcher. I will like watch an entire series of Star Trek, just like. Oh yeah, I, I'll do that. But like with st other stories mm. and like other MMOs, like I, I do the same, you know. But I normally feel like a sense of connection. What I, what I, I don't mean disconnection from myself and the character. More like she feels disconnected from the world, which actually could mm. be symbolic and could be meaningful because might be a little she, deliberate yeah because she yeah. feels disconnected from a lot of people most of the time so that actually could be intentional which mm -hmm. if it is then well done great good job because mm -hmm. i felt that <laughs> because that would actually make sense um hmm, okay that's not where i'm thinking of it that's good yes yeah, this this is very much a fish out of water expansion. We we have been like thrown in at the deep end and all mm. our all our kudos, although there are characters who recognize us and all the extraordinary things that we've done, we really have been like knocked down a peg or two. Mm -hmm. And where we're we've been just working to save one world. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're we're in an organization that is here to protect a, a an entire reality. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So we're excited for the future. The next episodes to come. We'll be doing reviews of those probably as well. They come out. Amazing. Okay. Any final words on the story and whatnot? Talked about it for a good long time now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that point now where I'm like, I'm kind of done with this. Okay, if I <laughs> like, keep talking about it, I'm going to get repetitive. I'm excited to see was, where it goes. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not that important. Not that it was bad. It was, but we've definitely gone into depth, and it's it's been good. Like this is this is. I've actually really enjoyed a smaller conversation about this as well because I think it's I think it's been nice to uh, when I say smaller, I just mean less people um, because it means we can get. I don't know. We can we can go. <laughs> I'm and we still about... managed to get just as derailed. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to use these words. I, I was going to say like we could go deep into go it. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we got down yeah. and deep, and I didn't. What, I was mm. trying to think of ways for that to not come across in the poor way, but that's my problem. I have a problem. <laughs> I just do. Um, <laughs> it's phonics. Uh, <laughs> cozy. I, I so it. I like I I really like the story. Yeah, it, it's it's never a perfect narrative, and mm -hmm. I am nitpicky about things I love. Never, um, never, never. No, bad. But I I love the story. I love the attention to detail. I love the little lore Easter eggs mm. littered about all the maps, and you can. I love the care and the detail and the, and the love that the developers have for this game and the respect that they have for the universe. That even when I don't necessarily agree with the, the, the direction, I always can see the intention and the thought and, and, the, and the, the, the care that goes into it. So I, I, I love the ethos of this game company and I, and I love the ethos of the storytelling that they have. Um, I'm really looking forward to going to Naos, to actually mm -hmm. exploring this alien world, which is pr pretty much what it was. It is. It um, is. We, yeah. we've, we've seen one kind of cathedral um, to it, and, and I'm interesting, interested to see 
what and it feels like it feels like almost like a post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. like this is the, the 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 realm after epoch mm-hmm. and and getting glimpses and understanding the lore and the history of these these entities who i'm not necessarily as a thinking individual as as me the person who's here i am i'm not convinced that it's a good idea to help the this invasive species who has done such m- measurable and you know unrelenting harm to people that i know and that i that i care about but also it's it's an interesting juxtaposition whereby we are going to help the enemy mm. and there is a moral mm. path to do that and there is a moral the, the, the ground that they've laid is morally sound and i love the fact that isgaran is the diplomat in his conversation with Pather, he's like it's very unfortunate that you will die but i don't get involved in foreign politics and i thought that that was such a um a cold-hearted wonderful line that he gave because of course i would imagine personally after the losses that he's sustained from these this relentless assault that he would probably be cheerleading their demise if it meant that he wouldn't have to lose another friend mm-hmm. and yet we find ourselves in this we we have been maneuvered into this position by Pather to have an opportunity to to kind of uh, stem the bleeding before epoch turns to our world mm-hmm. and that that kind of um i guess it's um how could i put this like we're trying to save ourselves and the byproduct is that we're going to save them I feel mm-hmm. like that's the kind of the the moral calculus that's 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 going on here, and if we can come out of it unscathed, I will be, I will be uh, quite surprised. But I'm 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 super interested as to what the hell they're going to do to us because they've killed us, they've had us mauled to death by a god, we've like said goodbye to our daughter, they've really kicked ten bells of shit out of us already, and I'm very <laughs> interested to see. It's in the best possible way, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. In, in a great true. fun, in a great narrative fun way. That's what you're supposed to do with a with a, a character. You're supposed to like chase them up a tree, throw stones at them until they cry, and then you you get you find some clever way to get them down out of the tree where they feel like they've done it themselves. It's like you know, um, and I'm, I'm I'm super interested to see what tortures <laughs> await us in uh, in Naos. I'm really happy for that. So amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you rounded that out pretty well. I think we're gonna we're gonna head off because oh. I've got laundry to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, it's okay. Well. Oh, is that what we are now? Is where your your delay tactic? For laundry. Yeah. Oh, I love this. That this is my favorite you. part of the week. <laughs> You're what to me? Is that all we mean to you? A distraction yes. from laundry? I will try not to take that personally. I don't do it every week though. I'm only one person. I don't need to, I don't need to wash my clothes that many times. Oh no, it's actually it's actually this little one, isn't it? Because you're making noise. I can hear you down there. Hi. You're so cute. Isn't Just you? in time. You're so cute. Everyone. Oh. He is all floppy now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Everyone. Nope, she's gone. She's, she's dead. She's dead now. Oh no, no, she's there. She's There's dead. the eyes. We desperately need a kitty cam. She is the mascot of the Lightbringers. No, yes, I need 
Oh. He is the best kitty. Everyone's kitty is the best one. That's true. She needs attention. She's adorable. Yes. <laughs> she needs all the attention, don't you? That's what we've got to do. We've got to do laundry and also play with Star Trek. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Star Wars. She slinkied out of there. She did. Um... <laughs> The Star Wars, we've got like a Star Wars uh, fishing rod thing. Oh my gosh. She loves it. Oh yeah, That's everything. Adorable. I was watching The Mandalorian when I got her. So, <laughs> like <laughs> last season, and I was like, I have to get all, like, everything. And I got like a placemat for her food where she eats, and she eats on top of like um, a Grogu mat. And she's got like a Grogu little cat for like her cat food, which I put in the fridge. She's got a Grogu toy as well. She's got all of <laughs> And she's called Kreesha from Guild Wars 2. Uh, <laughs> that makes complete well, sense. You do set up a cat cam. You need to make sure the bed is white, though. Otherwise, nobody will ever know if she's in the bed or not. Oh, that's true. This well, true. that's her bed there, which is <laughs> the same color as her. <laughs> like, uh -huh. She's a bit lighter, oh. isn't it? She's just in the shadow. Can you see her over there? She's just lurking. I can. A little silhouette. <laughs> Funny. And your anyway. lovely artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Elder Scrolls stuff is ab above. Well, actually, you can't see that. That is Guild Wars 2, though. I won that. Oh. At the um, mm. meetup they had in 2018. Nice. It was ages ago. I won it, framed it. And they got Elder Scrolls on top of that. Loads of stuff. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We yeah. talk about <laughs> me all day and talk about cats. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Fornex, tell us what you do, where you do it. Where can people find your hmm. stuff? Hey, I'm Fornex. I'm the Crichton Herald, or just the Herald. I'm probably going to have to rebrand if I'm going to do other games. And mm -hmm. I make content over on YouTube. Sorry, <laughs> verbal diarrhea. Um, and um, I appear on the Lightbringers, and I'm happy to do so for as long as they'll, you'll, they all will let me. And, <laughs> and thank you for listening to us ramble about Guild Wars 2 for several hours. Love you guys. Amazing. Yeah, that's it. Always mm -hmm. a pleasure, never a chore. Otter Scotch, tell us what you do and what you do. I am Otter Scotch. I am a variety streamer. Lots of Guild Wars. Lots of uh, lots of Paleo lately. Mm -hmm. It's fun stuff. You should come and join me over at uh, my. Uh, I feel Otter like Scotch you two need Twitch. to get together and like do a co-stream on it or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh Anytime, literally Sorry, anytime. Like sure, like, at people, least do like do like things. cooking party or something. I need that weekly achievement. <laughs> I, 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 secret confession. I love looking around other people's houses, like in real life as well as like in game. I'm just so fucking nosy. <laughs> Come critique so, yes. mine. I'd love the input. Ooh. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, it's a date. Cool. Seriously. Right. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Do it. You have I'm, each other's I'm, things. Like, yeah, I think we've actually mm. we have we are friends. I have friended Italy. you. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Do it now if you haven't. Yeah, next time you see me online. Yay! Lightbringers Yay! connections continue. I will be responsible <laughs> for many friendships. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Did no, you that's, uh, sorry. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. If you want to follow me and do all the things, switch on the even slash Jebra Unity. I also have a YouTube channel, Jebra Unity, as well as a Je YouTube channel for Marvel Snap. I have like not many subs, but. The views are not horrible, but I enjoy it mostly for fun. Um, also, check out the podcast on anchor.fm. It's on 
Spotify, Google thing, iTunes stuff. If you want to review it, give us a five stars. Tell us it's great, obviously. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Librarian's Podcast. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a show next week, but we probably should talk about the future of Guild Wars 2 at some point. Um, and also, make sure you check out November the 3rd, arena that will be raising money for Extra Life. And I will be on part of that show. The Lightbringers may be making an appearance as well on their show, as we did last year. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed the story. We'll be doing more in the future. We'll see you soon. Bye. Together. Let me just find the screen. Where are we going? Over here. Bye. Bye.